Hey, what's up, guys? This is Finn. And this is Heather. And welcome back to a brand new episode of The Best You Nation. Where we're here focused on managing your drive so that way you can optimize the 24 hours that you have in a day and live elevated. Make sure to follow us and subscribe to our podcast on all of your favorite platforms. Hey, hey, what's up, guys? This is your boys, Finn and Adler, here with the best. Hey, hey, guys. Super excited to be here with you guys again. Another week, another opportunity to be the best version of yourself. Super exciting to be here with you again, Adler. Obviously, this is something we love to do. We find time for what is important, and this is important. This is making it happen. Before we get going today, I just want to say thank you to everybody out there who's tuning in. And of course, Adler, how are you doing, my guy? Uh, I'm doing pretty good, man. I, I cannot complain. Uh, I've been uh, kind of like taking some like self self time, I guess. Um, and which that really consists of is running a whole bunch of like personal errands and, mm-hmm. then, you know, basically resting when I can, which I've been like getting more naps like in a day. Like I usually don't nap. I'm, a, I'm not a napper, but like I still sleep my like you know, three, four hours or whatever, and then I'll nap in the day, whatever. So it's been good. It's been good. I feel like I'm getting the rest that I need. That's important, man. I know last week we were talking about that um, from, what is it? Uh, (laughs) It's the best day of the year. It's having that self-care day. Treat yourself. Right, that's exactly three words. Treat yourself. Um, (laughs) It's super important to do that, and obviously one of the things that we highlight here and what we believe in is, of course, having that mindset consistently putting time for yourself just like when they say save money you know pay yourself first when you get your paycheck yep essentially one of the things we have to do is get out there rest now on the flip side for me personally i've been at the gym more mm. i don't know if you know and for those who follow me on the little apple rings thing the, the rings <laughs> yeah, people are starting to notice uh and it's funny because we're rewarding each other i think it's great because i've had some people say oh look at that hey you're you're the real deal or yeah, actually yeah. I did a meditation the other day and for those of you that don't know whenever you have an apple watch you can it basically like sends an alert to everybody that's like attached to your watch and it shows that you did a workout yes and it's pretty cool because you can challenge people you can tell them hey you know good job and the other day, Emily sent me this one that says, I was meditating, and she said, uh, med- yoga is not a workout. Uh, go lift some weights or something like that. And I laughed because <laughs> I was like, seriously? But, um, you know, man, I feel like what we're doing here at The Best Nation is mm-hmm. exclusive. We're doing some great things. You know, as we had mentioned, Anne has won our Best You Box. Yes, Miss Anne Yoda. 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 Yeah. 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 She's out in Georgia. Shopping she. She. Uh, I think she. She was with us a couple. Couple seasons ago, right? She was yeah, on yeah. an episode with us. She was the quilt. Human, the human quilt. quilts. That's right. Um. So she's gonna be getting the box. Can you? We just reiterate what's in the box. Oh, reiterate what's in the box. Yeah. We got a shirt, a lovely shirt from Miss Anne. We also have a, um, you know, two bags of coffee, a hoodie. Um, we have a reusable Keurig that we're going to add to that as well. Um, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we also have a $100 gift card in there for Miss Ann. And we appreciate, well, well Ann Ann. Ann Ann. We appreciate the, the participation and just the consistency. And then just, again, just showing us some love. And uh, we'll probably have something like that again in the future just to kind of like, you know, you know, just something the, to interact ruff, with everybody. Was it fluff the fluff, ruffle the feathers up a little bit, get people. Yeah, 
Well, we want people to participate, and we want you guys to be a part of something that's growing we're, big. We're a community, then that's that's what communities do. It's like, you know, communities like have like outreaches once a month, whether it be like you know a barbecue or um, you know maybe doing I don't know trick or treat event or something like yeah. that. Like they, there's always like outreaches. Caroling. Yeah, there's literally there's literally outreaches once a month in most communities. So it's the same thing, just interacting, just uh, checking out on you, and you get a whole bunch of really cool stuff by the best you nation, and that's, that's kind right. of like the <laughs> whole point, right? <laughs> it's actually interesting if you look at what we're wearing right now. You're wearing a shirt. Yes, I'm wearing the hoodie, and it just makes sense that this is you know you guys can't miss it. The best you nation, of course, our logo, the globe. Guys, today we're jumping into an, an amazing, amazing episode. Obviously, we've been talking, and just to recap kind of what we've been talking about the mm-hmm. last two weeks is about passion, and we've been talking about how, you know, what it is that passion is, what gets us driving, what the flame is, the fire, and I think last mm-hmm. week we talked about the rock bottom and really how it, it could be a positive Oof. influence on us, how people... Yeah. Uh, are sometimes stuck there longer because they don't know how to analyze or to uh, to recognize how they got there. And this week, just to kind of build on that, because this is our third part, our third episode to kind yeah. of f- uh, finish up the, what do you call it, the, the series, so to speak, the three-part series. Um, I have a question for you kind of just to start it off and or maybe even just more of a thought just to provoke you a little bit to get you kind of getting your gears going. Um do you feel like the journey, right? The journey, the climb. Do you feel like the climb or the climax, if if you will, is the most important for you? Or do you feel like being at the top of the mountain is the most important for you? So, and I mean like, all right, this, that, that end point you're talking about, right? That, that when you reach the goal, that moment, it's so short lived. And what I mean by that is like, you spend maybe roughly two years, 10 years, months preparing for that moment. And then when it finally happens, it happens so quick, like in an instant, it's gone. So that euphoric, it's like high euphoric moment. But what makes it so euphoric is the journey that it took in order for you to get to that end point. The endless nights, the missing, you know, birthdays, family functions, events, the sacrifices that you make consistently just so you can reach that moment. That's right. That's actually a point that I, I have written down here. I was actually was thinking about this yesterday when we were kind of in the preparation stages for this episode. I was thinking to myself, you know, what it's it's actually really interesting. I remember taking a trip to the mountains. And I think I go back to this example quite a bit, but it's actually a very easy one to go to. And that is the Tennessee trip I did in the Smoky Mountains with uh, my buddy John. Mm -hmm. And um, it was very weird because it was a very cold time. I know you would have never wanted to go. It was way too cold. It was like four degrees outside, uh, wind chill, lots of water that we had to climb over. But the point is- I'm a Floridian through and through. I have no (laughs) shame in my game, baby. Well, listen. I, I honestly, I, I was born in I was born in the summer months, and I'm gonna be honest. I do miss that warmth. It's been kind of chillier down here. Yeah, I'm a I'm a summer boy all the way through and through. So I can't. I agree. It's I, good to be on the beach. I, I know you you've heard those guys on like TikTok. I'm an island boy. Yeah, yeah. So my You're family's my family's from the island, so I'm I'm islander by instinct. I like by warm instinct. weather. I like not not having to wear shoes sometimes and. 
you know, not wearing shirts. You like that sweat just yeah. dripping down your body. Well, well I don't want to go into to that, but yeah, <laughs> like I do like the sunshine, and that's that's rains. my thing. Being in four degree weather is that's torture. I don't think. <laughs> well, I I'll have to be honest, but that was yeah. That, I mean, that's kind of why this is such a cool conversation because that four degree weather was a very impactful aspect for us to get through that trip to get on up the mountain and back down the mountain. So just to kind of jump on this just real quick, yeah. just to kind of get this fire going, get a roll. Um, when we got to the top of the mountain, that was actually where we were supposed to camp out for our second night and realizing that it was pretty much close to zero degrees up there was a pretty scary feeling and a very shocking thought just because first of all we couldn't even get into my we couldn't even get into our backpacks like i couldn't unzip my backpack the fire wouldn't light it's like it was cold up there we were soaking wet it was raining in the valley aspect of it and i said and john and i looked at each other and said dude we got to keep on trucking and so sometimes when you look at the bigger picture when you take yourself and step out and you you, you really put yourself in the observer seat you look at the situation and go well that trip only was a success because of the adver- the the I guess you could say the adversities right that we had the things that were challenging us you got the four degree weather you have the wet rain you have just so many different factors kind of making the journey hard now I could have we could have complained we could have been frustrated we could have given up but there's something about getting to the top of the mountain that really just it's it's only for a small moment like you had mentioned prior and that was kind of something that I was thinking about when I was putting my notes together was that eventually not long later or long till you start to return back to your normal baseline back to the bottom of the mountain mm-hmm. where you started and it's metaphorically been used often as mountains and valleys right when we talk about this but adversity is our friend not our foe and in in, in essence what i'm trying to say is is that sometimes when you think about the climb the word climb sounds almost very close to the word climax when we think about a climax you think about it in in a part of a movie where things are getting a little more tense it's like an action scene like in a marvel movie things are about to go down between the the enemy and and the and the superhero and essentially that's kind of how life sometimes is the enemy or the bad guy or the whatever you want to call it is 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 challenging you and expecting you to show up and if you aren't showing up today to face those challenges you're not there to face the journey face the obstacles that are in your way i mean you you've used this example a lot nursing you've used your journey from you know the two two twenty five you've used those different journeys and now you've you're inclining <clears throat> other people to see that journey as a more optimistic journey instead mm-hmm. of looking at it like, oh my gosh, man, I got this peak to get to, but I got all of these miles that I have to get through first you and know, I think people get very intimidated by that climb I think that that's it's funny that you mention it like you you talk about like you having that mindset where it's a climb, it's a journey, and you're working at it, and then you get to the get to the end goal. Now, it's really the same habit consistently, and it's just applied in different scenarios. Okay, can you elaborate so, on that? So what I mean is like, <clears throat> 
if like okay i guess for nursing school it was just like all right i know i'm gonna do this i'm willing to do whatever i have to do in order to get this done right which meant like i would literally spend nights in 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 books or answering close to 500 questions every single day wow every single night reading remediations and like i like it's it's actually kind of like I obsessed over it, and I can. That's something like I I only eat, breathe, and study, and that was like it. That was all I did for I think a good ninety days, ninety sixty days, no, ninety ninety to sixty days. Like for the last like six months of twenty fifteen, um, like it was just focus. I passed the class, and then it was like all right, I need to study, focus, 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 focus. But then in the middle of that. I tore my Achilles. So it's like you have a plan and you have an expectation of how you want to get there. And then the journey just takes a turn for a different, a different route. And now the, the, the question is, can you get back on track or are you going to continue just to spiral out of control? And so like you have to be able to find a way to respond in a positive manner. So that's like, all right. I'm off track right now. It's okay. Let's get back on it. And you start like slowly chipping away back at it again. It's kind of like, and I I heard this analogy somewhere on social media. When you're using your maps, Siri will direct you to where your destination is. But let's say you get off track. It doesn't say go all the way back from where you started. Mm. It doesn't say, hey, start all over again. And then you can start heading towards your journey. No, it reroutes it redirects you from where you're at right so you can choose to keep on going that like that direction where you're you're getting off track or you can correct yourself and slowly start to chip away and get back on track from where you're at and i had studied i passed i finished with an a tore my achilles it really distracted me like it really messed with me because it was like it's a psychological thing too because i wasn't able to drive and um, like I had to isolate myself. So it, it was like, a while I was isolated, I, that's all I really did. And then I finally passed and then I moved on to the next goal. When I was like roughly 220, I remember thinking to myself, I don't like it. I'm unhappy. I don't, I, I don't want to do this. And I talked myself into consistently working out every single day, worked out every single day. And, um, I don't think as far as like getting off course, that one was a little bit easier because I, I just limited the amount of like distractions and I didn't have certain things around me. So I had no choice but to make sure that I followed through. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it really just to, I guess, like for the journey, if you break it down, the two biggest factors that come to getting to your goal is what happens if something changes and how are you going to respond? And then the other one is just, can you continuously do it even when it's boring? Once you master that, those two, it's like, all right. That, that's to me. So the first thing that came to mind when you said this, I first of all want to say that I love that example with Siri. Siri also never gets upset with you when you do miss your route. This so is true. If Siri doesn't get upset. Don't beat yourself don't up. Don't beat yourself up along that the way. That is strong. Yeah. Siri doesn't go oh why did you take the wrong turn why did you miss your exit siri just says simply all right rerouting adjust your time for when you more likely will get to your destination which she's pretty accurate but something that comes to mind when we're talking about this is the willpower that's not giving up and i don't know if you've ever i mean we've actually done stone mountain 
uh, in Georgia. Yeah. And I remember from the <laughs> bottom, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. And as you get go to the top, it gets harder and harder and harder because yeah. elevation takes it get, on. It's harder to breathe. The air thins out a little bit. So you There's that steep part where you're literally just like going up. Oh, yeah. Like the, I mean, there's even a 45-degree angle. Like There's up. a handrail. I mean, there's yeah. an arm, a handrail yes. up there so that in yes, case yes, that yes. you do have that. Because <clears throat> if that handrail was there, not there... Could you, I mean, not to to discount it, but could you imagine how difficult it would be for people who actually utilize that? Mm-hmm. I mean, the handrail essentially is a guide for you to get to the top and get through that struggle much, part. Yeah. Um, but willpower is one of the things that I think about when I'm thinking about the climb. So we're talking about going up this mountain. And, and metaphorically speaking, in life sometimes, the willpower, um, like you had mentioned... I think it's the question that the, that comes down to what is it that you're going to do to keep going when it does get boring or when it seems like nothing's happening. You know, sometimes you go day in and day out and it just seems like there's no progress. Like mm. I think one of the number one reasons why most people give up and correct me if I'm wrong. Number one reasons why people give up working out usually February, March time is because the results are not showing that they don't see something because they're staring in the mirror expecting something in 30 days when it should really take 60 to 90 days like i have a goal okay and i'm gonna share this with you okay my goal is to lose 10 pounds okay and that's a pretty massive goal but i'm breaking down in chunks week by week i'm taking one step at a time you can't you can't learn to run until you've learned to walk you gotta break down the steps exactly it's one step at a time and when you have a conscious effort to take a step at a time you'll start to see the results. So I feel like willpower is one of those things that people take for a very moment, have a high momentum, and then it kind of trickles away. Do you feel like when you know you're talking to people, you have people who reach out to you over on your platform on twenty four hours a day? Do you sure. feel like people um, have reached out to you, or maybe you've seen that have such a high momentum, and then you want them to keep it, but they for some reason get distracted, like you had mentioned earlier with nursing school because of the exterior. Yeah. Do you feel like people have that? Is that a very common thing that people experience? And how do we battle that? How do you overcome that? Well, I mean, so, like, because there's a, there's a lot to unpack. I know. <laughs> so, uh, for starters, um, I think one of the things that you had mentioned earlier was you get to a point in February, you're just like, uh, I'm not motivated or whatever. I, I don't think it falls in, in that, that I don't think that's how it, it, it starts the down the down or decline or whatever you want to call it, downfall. I think and we can probably elaborate on this like on another episode oh, in for sure. itself. But like again, you get to a point where you've you've performed a lot of different habits in the first month of January and then you start to feel comfortable because you've done it. Because anyone's able to do it. It doesn't really take much for anybody to do anything. You just have to be able to stick with it long enough, right? Right. So for the first month, you're doing all those things. Like you work out three times a week. It's good. And you're like feeling pretty good about yourself. You've been, you know, dieting the perfect way. It's great. Like you feel. I mean, I'm, you I'm, feel I'm good. going through that right now as we speak. This is a vegan diet, working out. No, it's, it's four perfect. days a week and it's great. That's perfect. Notice a difference. So the challenge comes the next month. This is what I, what I mean by doing it in the mundane. Now it's a habit because you just did it in the past month, right? So now you get to the next month. It's like, all right, well, I did that for one month. What's next? 
you have to still do the same thing that you did the month before. But unfortunately, this is where people get tripped up. It's like, well, I did really good all month. You know, I'm going to have me that, you know, piece of cake. And then, you know, I'm I'm going to work out three days this week instead or two days this week so, instead of the three yeah. that I initially agreed to. And then it slowly chips away. The, the like, it's, I think the, what's the, what's the quote? It's like the road... And like I, I'm gonna just use an analogy. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. So it's meaning that it never really starts off what it ends up being. It's just small compromises that you're making throughout your day that lead you off track. And that's what I'm saying. Like when you get off course, you have to be able to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not heading the direction that I need to go. Let me correct myself and get back on track so I can keep heading towards the the intended goal i like that i like this whole like ideology of like getting back on track because i think a lot of people don't when they get off track they don't know how to get back on track and i think and you you said it very well and i love this the whole concept of you don't start over just because you got off track you know there is there is at some point you have to realize that just because you've gone like imagine if you wanted to broaden the, if you wanted to go a little further, let's say you're driving from here to Atlanta, or you're going from here to New York, or you're going to drive from here to Colorado Springs, mm-hmm. driving. Okay, if you missed your exit, did you go all the way back to Orlando to start all over again? No, because it's counterproductive. You would have to spend more money on gas to get back home to start all over again. It's time. That's energy. That's other people's time. That's that's your wear and tear on your car. That's wear and tear on your body. Because sitting in a car for that's that true. long is quite a bit. That's true. So when you are going through this, right? One of the things people always told me, my dad always tells me, is to slow down. To slow down. Now this I feel is like I say that to you as well. You do. You do. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I, I think that is probably one of the most popular demands from people for me is to slow down. And I can understand why. Because sometimes we go too quick and we miss something. You know, we talked about shortcuts and cutting corners a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. And it's like, essentially, if we miss the corner, you miss the, the step that you're supposed to take, you can hurt yourself. Oh, you, yeah, you, put, you, you, you basically put, your, put yourself back like, you know, a month or two or depending on whatever, you know. You, you, once you get off track, that's why it's so key that you identify like, oh, hey, whoa. It's been now a week since I've hit the gym. Let me get back on track. Mm-hmm. But again, it's been like you have that train of thought. Well, hey, it's been a week now. I guess forget about the goal. And it's only month two. That doesn't mean that you can't get back on track. You got to just be like, all right, hey, acknowledge it. Take ownership of it. I messed up. It's okay. Let's get back on it. And I... you just get <laughs> back on track. And I know it sounds so simple, but... Instead of beating yourself up and being kind to yourself, that inner monologue that you're having, that, that the way that you're speaking to yourself, being nice and giving yourself grace, right? If you're actually truly giving yourself grace, then the ability to get back up and get back on track should not be hard. Correct. But you just start beating on yourself over and over and over again when really you, you basically have two voices. Like, you know, like the, oh, it's the like devil the, it's and like angel. It's like the angel and the devil yeah. on your shoulder. Right? You have that one voice that's like mean and harsh. It's just like, oh, wow, you're terrible. See, this is why you never, you know, make your goals. And this is why you da 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 da. And it's, it's going to constantly not. He doesn't stop. He doesn't he stop. Doesn't stop. He or going. she does not stop talking. But that, that one continuously But goes. that other voice full of grace, full of self-love, full of worth, it's quiet. 
and selectively decides when to say something. And if you're not paying attention and you're only listening to that other voice, then you're going to miss it. You're going to get distracted. Correct. But there's that inner voice, that inner monologue that's like, hey, I can do this. This is something obtainable. I just have to plan it out and follow the plan. And if I follow this plan, I know I can get there. Correct. And that inner monologue is saying that about anything. It's like literally giving you that positive affirmation that you need. But you're just so... It's like literally going to a concert. And you have like the speaker's blowing of all the negativity. All the negativity that's like that you say to yourself, that other people say to you. And it's just constantly going. And then that good inner monologue voice is just like sitting there on like a loudspeaker trying to like compete with it. Mm-hmm. If you're not really paying close attention, you will miss it. So you have to be able Love to it. listen to like, all right, hey, Love look, it. this is the negativity I'm saying to myself. I beat myself up long enough. All right, what can we do from this point to get back on track? And that's where that, that inner voice that says, all right, hey, I can start by eating a salad, drinking a protein shake. Um, I'll go walk for 30 minutes since I can't run. You find different things to different ways to accomplish the goal and you just keep on supporting it like you just like small different habits just keep on supporting what it what the ultimate change was and i think there was another question that you had i I don't i don't remember there was like another question that you had Uh, um i don't know i don't really remember but i think everything you're saying is just it kind of it fills the spaces for everything that has you know we've been talking about so Mm -hmm. far I think self-investment is the best investment. And I think uh, one of the things that people don't realize is when you make a mistake, and I'm going to give you an <laughs> This actually happened a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. You know, everybody loves Chick-fil-A. Yeah, of course. I, that, that is the Lord's chicken. The Lord's chicken, as Adler would say, the Lord's chicken. See, we had this conversation yeah. back in the Lord's. The Lord's chicken. <laughs> like T.D. Jakes, Lord's chicken. Okay. Um, so one of the things that I did was, and you know, I started... Cassandra and I started our, you know, vegan diet. Now that's pretty extreme for me. I'm gonna be honest. That's probably one of the most hardcore things that I have done as far as a diet. I have, I was raised eating chicken, you know, steak. Everybody likes their steak. Mm-hmm. The nice sirloin tip, you know, some Italian sausage with spaghetti, right? All that sounds great. Uh huh. But I'm gonna be honest. I'm on the other extreme. I'm on the, at least for me, because extreme for someone who's a vegetarian, taking one step might just be vegan, but. To go from, not to be cliche, cold turkey, uh, from going from eating meat as a primary source of protein, a primary source of consumption for food, mm-hmm. to now no meat at all, and skipping vegetarian, going straight to vegan, um, where, which by the way, is for anybody who doesn't know what vegan is, just as a really quick fun fact, it is anything that it, you cannot eat anything that is uh, from animals. animals or even animal byproduct. Yeah. So every, everything is plant based. And quite honestly, um, off air, I've expressed before, you know, that I noticed that I'm much more bloated and, and I know we joked about this, but this is, this is, I'm going to try to make this as serious as possible because I feel like there are times that I put myself in a situation where I am bloated, right? I can, I can, I have not been bloated in the 12 days that I've been doing (laughs) veganism. And I'm going to be honest with you. It's one of the greatest feelings, but I'm also <laughs> being more proactive about going to the gym, drinking the amount yeah. of water that I need to do, yeah. getting the right amount of sleep, taking the time for myself. But here's, here's what I want to share with you. This happened a couple of weeks ago. 
was like the first or second day that we said, all right, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do this vegan diet. We're going to, we're going to meditate each morning. I'm going to take cold showers. This is the lineup for my, you know, my season. And what I ended up doing is of course you, you can't, well, I guess I was a weak mind that day and I, they, they came around with Chick-fil-A. They were offering us Chick-fil-A and I'm like, yo dude, uh, at work. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, man, you guys can't be serious right now. Like, yeah, get yourself a chicken sandwich. Get some of these fries. We got Chick-fil-A sauce, Polynesian sauce, ranch. And I'm like, bro, this is rough. They're like, come on, Steven. And again, it was that loud voice. I was just like, yo, boom, 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 like that loud bass at a concert. But that, and that, I guess that, what I did, I fell for it and I ate the loud chicken that, that day. That inner monologue was just like, wait, Finn, you don't have to do it. You don't have to do it. You're usually a chicken eater. You know you can eat chicken. It's not going to hurt you as bad because it's Cassandra. Because Cassandra will never eat chicken. So for her, yeah. just to eat vegetarian it's, is normal. It's yeah. an everyday lifestyle. This is like second nature. For me, it's easier to fall to go back to my normal eating chicken habit. So, of course, that day I ate chicken. I was – I'm not going to lie. I was pretty hard on myself at first. I was like, ah, oh, man. And then I realized, you know what? After you finished beating yourself, you, you, I realized, redirect, you redirected I redirected. Yourself. I came back on yeah. track. I realized, you know what? Tomorrow I will start back. And it's okay. So here I am, uh, 12 days, I guess, in the making now. I have lost two pounds. I, have, I feel better. I feel more energized. Such I have not been stud. tempted. I have not been tempted by the Lyle's yeah. chicken again. Yeah. Yeah. Even though Chick-fil-A sandwich does sound pretty good. And, and so and that, this is the biggest thing, right? Like that's, that's what I call an unplanned variable, right? Mm -hmm. That's a variable that you did not foresee when you first came out with your plan. Like you didn't plan on being tempted with Chick-fil-A. and it's, Not even 24 hours later. Yeah. Like legit, like and, maybe the next shift. <laughs> and that's really honestly what it's a testament of will now. It's now you've set up on this plan and you can't get tripped up by the variables, like the unplanned variables. If you get tripped up by them, like you can get tripped up by like one or two, three Whatever, but you can't make it a consistently tripping every single time. Yeah, you have to find a way to redirect yourself. Because if you don't, you're gonna fall like way off track. And this is why, like sometimes, like people, like I guess, and maybe it's because I do this. It, whenever I'm at work, I usually say no to anything that they bring. Like, hey, we have cookies. No, no thanks. Hey, we got this. No, no thanks. Hey, we got this. No, no thanks. It got to the point where like people at work, yeah. <laughs> Now they just they just like, if I do take one right, they're like, <laughs> oh yeah, they start. What you're eating this? And I was just like, yeah, I didn't think you eat cookies. And I was like, I'm human. I <laughs> I love <laughs> cookies. Cookies are one of my favorite things. I just don't eat it often. That's it. Yeah, I mean, so it's, it's having a disciplined mindset. It's it's great. That my hey my my I feel like at this point the inner voice like they both have like loudspeakers and they just yell at each other. It's even now. It's like a fifty fifty <laughs> versus like because I feel like sometimes like it's like a seventy five twenty five for most people mm -hmm. where all they hear is that that negative self talk. Like I'll say some negative things to myself and like self talk, but then like I'll also use it as the proverbial carrot in front of the horse type situation where I'm like, all right, this is something negative that happened. Now let me hang it over in front of me. Like, all right, hey, this happened. And so now, now you have to like add it to your goal, add it to the destination well, so that way you go. It gained, now it that's gained, just something weird that I do. No, so. no, I think that's actually a really great thing that you mentioned that because I think that's a practice that you have to use to become the best version of yourself. Mm -hmm. And that kind of brings me to my final point, you know, is that, it just gives you a gain of perspective, you know, it, it allows you and gives you the ability 
to know your plans and to know your position of where you are. And also, it really gives you a position of where other people are. Because again, we, we talk about this often. We're not in this to go by ourselves. We actually want to do this with those that are listening. Our listeners are mm-hmm. out there listening to us because we have something to offer. And don't get me wrong. I mean, we are hosts of a show and I'll speak for myself. There's times that I fall. But because I fall, it lets you know that I am not here to tell you how to do it. It's letting you know that this is authentic, that we are real, that we also face our adversities. And sometimes we allow it to be our foe versus our friend. Mm-hmm. And I said it last week, and it's the fact that A, we as humans, we work very well under pressure. So if you're out there and you're listening to this right now and you feel like sometimes day to day you you hiccup because you you know, didn't drink an extra glass of water or you, you missed uh, a Zoom business meeting with your team and you now you're like, oh man, I might lose my job or maybe, hey, oh gosh, I might get yelled at or I might get reprimanded or whatever the case may be. Or hey, I missed out a workout. Re- learn from those experiences and gain a perspective from this. Allow yourself to be able to get back up and do it again. Like I'm going to be honest with you, like when I first started the vegan thing and, you know, Cassandra's really great about keeping me accountable um, I'm very grateful for having people like Adler and, you know, having people like Cassandra and other people in my life that have consistently been there to push me to be the best. Essentially, everything we've talked about and everything that we're going through as people, I think that the best thing that we can all do in practice is acknowledging that you will go off track. I think that mm-hmm. is a natural thing, whether you are successful or not. Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, we talk about these guys all the time. They had to go off track a couple times to figure out what works the best for them. And if you don't take those additional steps, sometimes, and I I don't forget who told me this, but this was a very good way of looking at it. We have, we'll take Siri, for example. We'll use that example again with the GPS. I put in where my start point is. I have a finish line, right? What happens in between A and B is really solely based on what we choose to do. So if A is I'm at 250 or 225 or 200 pounds, mm-hmm. your goal, which is our destination, is to be at 185. What you do in between there is going to determine how long it takes you to get there. And sometimes eating that cake, going out to eat, like, you know, oh, putting off the workout, you're taking the longer route. And if you ever notice that your phone will offer you three or four different options as far as how long you're going to take... There are options that are not on there because those are options we choose. Sometimes we take the road less traveled. It may take an additional 25 minutes. And sometimes those 25 extra minutes that we take give us perspective of, oh, things take time. Nothing is going to happen overnight. Nothing is going to jump right out of the blue just because you've got to be willing to take the climb. And the ratio, just put this last little thought out there. The ratio between the climb and the peak, okay? You will spend more time constantly going up, constantly going off track, coming back on track, learning, growing, falling, setbacks, fast forwards, you know, all those things. Things that we've already talked about throughout this entire journey on, on our podcast. 
you will spend more time on the climb on the climb than you will at the top of the mountain. The top of the mountain is kind of like that dopamine effect. It's like, okay, I've gotten here. What's next? Mm-hmm. That's yes, the question the, you should be asking yourself. But, and that's the top. And it's the literally the climb that helps get to that euphoric that feeling that you're yeah, describing. So, yeah. And you know, I I, th- I think that you're right as far about as far as like perspective. I think one of the things that um, has changed my perspective when it comes to like goals, and not to say like. I don't have, I have good days, I have bad days, it just depends. Um, I just understand this one concept, because I was trying to figure out, like, what what is it about goals that just, it's like, all right, I can do this, versus I can't do this. And I think the, the biggest thing is, like, understanding one simple fact. Um, I, I know you, uh, there's a book called 100 Hours. Okay. Right? And it talks about how how long it takes for you to become an expert in any given subject or topic. So basically the whole premise of the book is consistently doing the same thing over and over and over and over again until you become an, a master, an expert, so good that nobody else can do it the way that you do it. And once you understand that if you put your time and energy in something long enough, it will be a byproduct. There will be a byproduct from it. Understanding that concept, then you fall, when you fall off track, you understand, all right, hey, I fell off track, but I know that, you know, I, if I correct myself and I get back on track and I continuously do this over and over and over again, I'm still going to get to my destination regardless of this bad day. Hmm. And I think if you understand or grasp that concept or look at it, like you're saying, change that perspective, Instead of looking like, all right, I messed up, beat myself up, beat myself up, beat myself up, automatically I think of, all right, if I do this for 100 more hours, will I get to that goal? Okay, so let me just recorrect, I'll fix myself, and then continuously move towards there. Well, like there's, you mentioned something very briefly a little bit ago. It's like if you look at some of these athletes, let's talk about, (laughs) we're going to use this guy as an example. And they think this this is an honorary thing. You know, I never was a huge fan of Tom Brady. Um, as far because he was no 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 well yeah because he's retired he retired I think he retired he I officially think he, announced it on Tuesday yeah he last week so he retired yeah right after twenty two years of playing ball this man has there's no reason we can be upset for him to even lose against the Rams but that was a good game I think that was mm-hmm. a great opportunity for him to say all right I've reached my destination. Mm-hmm. And so what I, the reason I bring Tom Brady up is this. Number one, like I said, I've never really been a huge fan of him only because of him playing for the Patriots. Now, mm-hmm. as a man and as a as an individual with skill, is someone who has a gift and a talent. That's what I saw. I didn't care for Patriot Tom Brady. I looked at Tom Brady. <laughs> Thanks for the clarification. Well, there's a difference cuz like man, when the Patriots always go to the Super Bowl, it was like, "Wow." Why? Why? <laughs> but when you look at Tom Brady as an individual, that's who I looked at Tom Brady. I look at Tom Brady and say, wow, I respect and honor this guy. And he was consistent. Now you got to remember, back into, was it 2002, 2001, he was on the bench. And mm-hmm. everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. Remember, the quarterback, the starting quarterback for the Patriots at the time, I forget his name, but he came off the field because he, I think he tore, he had some kind of uh, ankle injury or something. He had hurt himself in the game. Yeah. Tom Brady came off the bench and he won the Super Bowl against the Rams as a start as a backup quarterback, young guy, 
what was like 199th like draft pick in terms of yeah. the NFL. And what that says is that sometimes we may feel like the last person in line. Like we may feel like the last person in line. But look what the last person in line just did. He became the greatest of all time. I mean, the legend. He will be forever remembered in the books. He forever will be remembered to shape and change the NFL. Mm -hmm. Proving that he is the oldest playing quarterback, oldest playing player that was able to prove that he had to climb over and over and over and over again. And to be the, the backup quarterback to play in a Super Bowl game, he had the opportunity to shine. And from that point on, he was able to say, all right, next 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 now he faced a lot of he faced a lot of uh a lot of adversary adversity because he had a lot of people who are like wow i want to be like tom brady or wow this guy is he's moving up along the chain you know okay and i i don't want to get too deep into football analogy right but tom brady if you look at his career is very similar to like accomplishing those goals that we were talking about earlier, right? Mm -hmm. Tom Brady, his job is to just prepare and set up a goal. And if you look at his stats, I think his average pass yards um, is like 7.5 yards. Like every time he passes, he's at least making 7.5 yards, right? And the line of scrimmage is 10. So he's consistently getting around roughly 7.5 yards every time he throws the ball. So a lot of other quarterbacks are averaging a little bit higher, like you know, 10 yards or 15 yards per pass, which is fantastic. That's good. But I think Tom Brady mastered the concept of breaking down, giving yard by yard instead of like, all right, I have to throw a Hail Mary touchdown pass every single time. And that's, I feel like maybe the expectation or the perception of what the goal might be needs to be altered. Instead of like, if, it, if things don't go exactly how you have planned, people get you know, unraveled. You know, I think Mike Tyson has a quote, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. Once you get punched in the mouth, reality sets in. You have to decide, all right, are you going to keep on fighting or are you going to fold? Yeah. And so that's the one thing that, you know, I feel like... He, you know, identifying those, breaking it down to a small thing and, you know, just consistently doing the small things over and over again. In the course of, I think, 21 years or 20 plus years or whatever uh, Tom Brady's been in, you know, he's won uh, seven, 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 Super Bowls. seven, seven Super Bowls. So and he's been a Hall, he's been a Hall of Fame three different times. That's really what sets him apart from everybody else. It's not that he's physically more talented because, let's be honest, Patrick Mahomes is probably going to take that. It's not that he had the biggest arm, you know, because there was guys like Dan Marino and Brett Favre, um, you know, not Eli Manning, but um, Peyton Manning. Um, it's because he was able to do it consistently over a course of time. Mm-hmm. And that's what sets him apart from everybody else is he didn't... He focused on the climb. Yeah. He didn't focus on the peak. He just ate every single time he just went to peaks. work. But he hit the peaks and because he, would, he hit and because he, he focused on the climb. And I, that's the biggest thing is you hit higher highs when you're not focusing on just the goal. It's like, wow, the goal. You just consistently do it. This is your concept. So like, you know, and the crazy part is, is sometimes when you hit your goal, it's not what you expect. And then because it's not what you expect, it's like, what's next? Correct. Because there's the what's next, like, whoo, I can't wait. What's next? I'm so happy. I just did this. And then there's the other side of, oh, no. 
I just, I just did it. I did everything that I, so what's next? I don't, I don't know. It's two totally different mindsets. And so that's, you have to be very mindful of how you're attacking the goal. Because if you make that this your end goal and it's not what you expect and you can spiral right into a depression, you have to kind of like, all right, hey, I'm just falling in love with just slowly, confidently doing the same things over and over again. And I'm, I'm just, um, you know, compound, compounding my habits, compounding it um, over and over again. And as long as I keep on doing the same thing over and over again, then I'm going to consistently get these results. Correct. And just understanding that you don't have to be perfect every day, but you just have to perfectly, um, no, 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 be perfect every day, but you just have to consistently just put in the work. If you fall off, all right, cool. I fell off on one day. Let me get back on. Even if it's two days, let's get back on. Now, you have to get back on, though. Like, you can't just say, oh, kick the can down the road. And that's where you have to be able to, uh, I guess, be honest with yourself. Look yourself in the mirror and say, all right, I have to get back on it now. For sure. I love it, man. I feel like this is this is a part that, you know, people have to come to realization and find fine-tune themselves in a sense. And, you know, this is why we're talking about this is because people have perception of interest and perception of passion and we've talked about passion for the last three episodes Mm -hmm. and the reason why we did this is because i feel like we have to understand what is going to get us to the next level and i love it this is like the icing on the cake with the cherry on top when you said basically it's not a you go beyond you you your expectation when you stop focusing on your peak when you start focusing on the journey and you focus on your goals and you focus on the climb itself, you start realizing how much you're able to do the willpower that you have. It's the mind over the body. Your body will do what it, your mind says it to do. Mm. So if you're pushing yourself one foot at a time, it's that conscious effort of making a better choice today so that tomorrow is even better. You get better at it. It's actually a phenomenal feeling. When leg days, the first week sucked, dude. The first week of leg days were the worst. And you know what? We did leg day last week. And let me tell you something. Totally different experience. Not as fatigued. Not as much pain. My body is going, oh, you did this workout last week. And guess what? This week, doing the same thing. It's same process. Same workouts. Working different parts of the muscle. But eventually, your body becomes aware. It's like it becomes hungry. It becomes ready for... Oh, Finn is going to do this workout. My body's getting ready for it. Same thing with you. So with that being said, you know, I don't know what else we have here tonight or this afternoon to, you know, discuss, but I feel like we've pretty much, we've hit, yeah, we've hit I, the climb, man. Uh, and yeah, I, I love the way you, you know, said all that. Like it's more so, um, <laughs> sorry, uh, the, the, there's some background noise and threw me off. But um, what I was going to say was um, when, when we were on that journey, quit focusing on the, the goal at hand. Just focus on performing those small tasks consistently, and then you find, you'll find exactly what you're looking for. So just shift the perspective, and then you can nail it, you know? That's right. Guys, thank you so much for joining us today, Adler. It's always great that we can get on here and yes. find time. I'm, I'm very thankful. You know, we've we've done Zoom, we've done our lives here, and I and I love that we can. Guys, we just hope that each and every single day you guys are pushing to be the best version of yourself. Make sure you're spending time uh, focusing on your goals, looking out to see what's next. 
Don't get hung up on what you didn't do today. Focus on tomorrow. Change something. Adjust your schedule. Adjust what it is that you're trying to do and focus on hitting those peaks. But also, most importantly, focus on the climb because you'll hit your peaks even higher if you're doing that. So with that being said, follow us at The Best You Nation on Instagram. Listen and follow us and stream us on all your favorite platforms. You can follow Adler at 24 hours in a day, which is... Two, yeah, two, I guess four. I spell it, yeah, 24HRSINADAY. And you can follow me at the Finn Foster yep. on Instagram. You didn't spell yours. But oh, anyway. Okay, T H E F I N N F O S T E R. See, what if I didn't know there was a double N? Anyway, um, guys, we appreciate you. We love you. We hope you have a blessed week. Um, have a good one. We're out.